You're listening to News from the Nest, the latest stories from Fenton University. On May 19th, 2023, Stephen Coffer, co-founder and former CEO of TripAdvisor, delivered the commencement address at Bentley's McCallum Graduate School of Business commencement ceremony. Thank you, President Kreit. I now call to the lectern Chair Condren to confer this afternoon's honorary degree to Stephen Coffer. Stephen Coffer, innovator and explorer, builder and problem solver, entrepreneur and executive, we are proud to confer upon you the honorary degree Doctor of Commercial Science. You understand the potential of technology to enhance lives and the power of business to improve the world. Hallmarks of a Bentley education. At Harvard, your analytical nature found a natural home in computer science. The company you created soon after graduation, Centerline Software, provided programming and testing tools for developers. You've been empowering people through technology ever since. TripAdvisor took off in 2000 from an office above a pizza shop in Needham, Mass. Its trailblazing concept supplied travelers with unbiased information on destinations worldwide to help them plan and book the perfect trip. When the company's early B2B model fell short, you retooled its revenue stream and championed the first-person reviews that became the differentiator. Consumers embraced your vision. The company grew to be the largest travel site in the world, providing guidance to hundreds of millions of travelers per month in 22 languages. Your determination, energy, and creativity, even through a global pandemic, hold lessons for all who aspire to lead. Social responsibility was never a missed connection. As TripAdvisor CEO, you condemned the U.S. ban on travelers from Muslim-majority countries and raised money to help refugees fleeing humanitarian crises. You also spoke out in support of Ukraine after its invasion by Russia and raised money for relief efforts there. The TripAdvisor Charitable Foundation, which you created in 2010, has donated more than $44 million to address humanitarian challenges the world over. It advocates in particular for people compelled to leave home by extreme necessity, not personal choice. Today, we offer our deep admiration for all that you have accomplished and our full confidence that your next venture will be just as ingenious and inspiring. Therefore, by the virtue of the authority vested by the Commonwealth of Massachusetts and by the Bentley University Board of Trustees, we confer upon you, Stephen Coffer, the the degree Doctor of Commercial Science, Honoris Causa. We hold it both an honor and a pleasure to do so.
I now call upon Stephen Coffer to deliver the commencement address. Thank you, President Wright and Chair Condren for that warm and very kind introduction. And thank you to all of the members of the Bentley community for this terrific honor. I am grateful and truly humbled by this recognition. But the purpose, the true purpose of this day is about celebrating you, the class assembled in front of me right now for reaching this milestone. And it is indeed a privilege to participate in your celebration and to be able to share a few thoughts with you all today. But rather than riff on your future responsibilities as titans of industry, or urge you to follow your dreams, newsflash, probably not going to be a professional basketball player anytime soon, I thought I would share with you six specific principles that I've come to appreciate in my professional and personal life with a few stories that help make them real. And hey, props to you and to me if you can remember them all by the end. Principle number one, speed wins. Speed wins is a business principle that has served me well, very well over the years. And to be clear, I am not referring to any fast cars or any illicit drug use that may or may not have occurred in my youth, but rather the constant goal to turn a business idea, a thesis, a project into an outcome as soon as possible. Whether you succeed or fail, how quickly can you learn? The faster you learn, the more shots at winning you get. I'll share an early TripAdvisor story to illustrate my point. After about a year and a half building TripAdvisor, we finally had our first major distributor, and we were expecting our first big check, maybe as much as $200,000. And look, when you're a startup and you land your first big client, it's a big deal. What we got was a check for $500. Uh, not $200, $500. Still sends a little pang in me there. Seems we massively overestimated our partner's distribution capabilities. At any rate, our dreams of glory went poof. Our bank account said we had six months of runway left. In other words, we were about to go out of business. What to do? I gathered our small team, because look, we didn't have time for a big plan. We had to get moving. We came up with a handful of ideas. We argued about them, and then we ranked them as to which ones were the most likely to succeed. But I credit our eventual success not to the brilliant ideas or smart prioritization, but rather getting a bunch of totally different projects out the door in record time. The project that we ranked first was actually creating a, a listings business. That was our best idea, and it failed. The one that we ranked second, a direct marketing play, that failed as well. The ones that we ranked third and fourth and fifth, you know where this is going, they also failed. The sixth one, generating leads for hotel reservations, that one worked, and it worked really well, and it worked before we ran out of money. The lesson I want to impart, if we hadn't focused on going quickly, the company wouldn't have made it. 
The faster you go, the more chances you get to win. I scribbled the phrase, speed wins, on a piece of paper, taped it to my door, my office at TripAdvisor, where it remained for 22 years. Everyone who came into my office would see my focus on speed, and I would share with everyone that going fast doesn't mean producing junk. It means we can learn more and therefore help our customers more if we can deliver faster. Principle number one, speed wins. Principle number two, if it's worth doing, it's worth measuring. This phrase was literally the other sign on the door of my office, and it relates to the theme of constantly learning. It's not an original phrase, I can assure you, but it refers to the concept of figuring out what success looks like and then taking the time to understand how you are going to measure it. The beauty of this process, of course, is that when you are constantly measuring, you can be constantly learning what to do better. The fun thing is, it can be equally applied to business situations as well as your personal life. Always wanted to learn how to play the guitar? Decide if you want to do it and then ask, how are you going to measure your success? Is it hours per week practicing? Are you going to play three songs out of the songbook by the end of the month? Whatever it is, you have a goal and you can measure how you're doing. On track? Keep going. Not working out well? Change something up. Principle number two, if it's worth doing, it's worth measuring. Principle number three, embrace change. Ben Franklin is known for saying, the only things that are certain in life are death and taxes. I'd like to add the word change to that list. But with an important difference, nobody wants to embrace death or taxes, but I'm standing here today encouraging you to embrace change. Look, it's going to happen to you, like it or not. So the question I put forth is, why not reframe the change that is happening to you as an opportunity? Whether you initially think the change is good or bad, reframe it as an opportunity waiting for you to embrace it. So here's my story on embracing change. A good friend of mine was constantly complaining about work. He liked the company, but his boss wasn't supportive, didn't provide clear direction, micromanaged too often, and to my ears, probably never should have been in management. At any rate, over our next coffee, he shares that he's really worried about his job because his boss is leaving and a new boss starts in two weeks. He's talking about updating his resume and leaving the company. I point out how this is actually awesome news and he just stares at me. No, he said, you don't understand. My old boss might have been lousy, but who knows what's going to happen now? Now let's look at the situation from an embracing change perspective. He didn't like his old boss, but now his wish has come true and he gets a fresh start. Yes, there is risk with a new boss, but there's also a real opportunity to excel, to exceed expectations, and to potentially have a great mentor who can help propel your career. The facts are the same, it's just the attitude of my friend that tells the story. Do you embrace change and try to make the most of it or worry and complain? In this case, he gave his boss a new try and it worked out well. 
Now let's make this relevant to maybe a lot of people here today. Anyone thinking about whether generative AI and ChatGPT in particular is a threat to your current or future job? Is it something to, to really worry about? Or are you excited about how much more productive you can be leveraging this new technology? And then ask yourself, have you tried it yet? Have you embraced this change? Or are you waiting and just worried? Why not embrace and discover how awesome this could be for you, even if there are parts you might also have concerns about? Now, I have one more story to share about embracing change. And this one is not about a job or technology change, but about pivoting an entire company. Back about 10 years ago, I needed everyone at TripAdvisor to recognize that the company had to change. Not because we were financially threatened, in fact, far from it. We were wonderfully profitable. But because I believed our core revenue stream would be challenged in the future. I had to introduce the need to change while the proverbial house was not on fire. So at the next all-hands company meeting, I launched into a speech about how competition was heating up and we needed to change our business, etc., etc. I made several key points about how we planned to do this. And then I put up a slide showing just a picture of a crying baby. Not a cartoon, but imagine a huge picture of a real baby in a diaper who looked miserable. Now I could tell the employees were a little bit confused. They were thinking, what does this crying baby have to do with this change Steve is talking about? Well, you're a smart crowd and you can probably guess where I was headed. I resumed my speech. I finished my rational explanation about why we needed to change and then simply pointed to the slide and said, and as we all know, the only person that likes change is a wet baby. Now, I'm not saying you will or should always like change, just suggesting that you embrace it and make the most of it. Principle number three, embrace change. Principle number four, don't be afraid of hard work. Maybe you've heard the phrase, the harder you work, the luckier you get. My favorite variation on this quote comes from Gary Player, a pro golfer, who responded to a fan exclaiming, what a lucky shot he had just made with the line, quote, the funny thing is that the more I practice, the luckier I get. I truly believe this principle about working hard is applicable to everything we do. In our professional careers, it's pretty obvious if you are 10% more focused during the day than average, and you work 10% longer, the math says you're 20 plus percent more productive each week. That's huge. Learning 20% more than the person next to you compounded week over week, year over year? Think about that, let that sink in. And then let me suggest it is equally applicable for your personal life. Take 10% more time to build relationships that are strong. Take 10% more time to do fun things with family and friends. Maybe spend less time scrolling on Instagram or TikTok or watching TV. We all do it, but these activities aren't building something. 
They aren't building your career, your relationship with others, your knowledge base, your reputation, your experience or insight or creativity. You aren't learning anything new. What I can promise you is that looking back, you'll value your friendships, your relationships, the shared experiences with friends and family, and you actually won't remember that hilarious TikTok or that captivating TV show. Principle number four, don't be afraid of hard work. Principle number five, own your own integrity. This one is both personal, uh, professional and very personal. As the saying goes, the one thing you can't buy is your reputation. Warren Buffett in his most recent shareholder letter said that you should write your own obituary and then figure out how you're going to live up to it. I know the quote didn't originate with him, but it's great to hear it coming from a business legend. Buffett also said, look for three things in a person, intelligence, energy, and integrity. And if they don't have the last one, integrity, then don't even bother looking for the first two. And again, I couldn't agree more. No matter what you do, no matter the struggles you encounter, your integrity, your reputation, and whatever else you want written on your tombstone, let those be the guideposts for your life. Principle number five, own your integrity. I'll close with principle number six. Pay it forward. You'll find it very rewarding. Now I get it, we're all busy, we're working hard, lots of demands on our time. Yet we have a lot of time. A month has 730 hours in it. How you choose to spend each of those hours is a choice. I'm suggesting that if you spend a few of those hours helping others, you will be doing a good thing to help heal our world and your life will be richer for the effort. Volunteer for a cause, be a mentor, help someone less fortunate than yourself. Whatever you might choose to do, I predict you will find it quite rewarding. It doesn't have to be a big thing or a huge time commitment, but I believe in the biblical proverb that states, give freely and become more wealthy. Principle number six, pay it forward. To recap, number one, speed wins. The faster you go, the more chances you get to succeed. Number two, if it's worth doing, it's worth measuring. Know what the goal is and measure your progress so you can achieve it. Number three, embrace change. When change happens, try to leverage the opportunity to your advantage. Number four, don't be afraid of hard work. Working hard on professional and personal goals is a great investment. Nobody ever looked back on their life and said they wished they had watched more TV. Number five, own your integrity. You control your reputation. Live by the rules you believe in. And number six, pay it forward. You'll find it very rewarding. Make time to help others and everyone benefits. Thank you again for the opportunity to share a few thoughts with you. And thank you to ChatGPT for making me a better commencement speaker.
And once again, congratulations to all of you graduating today. I wish you all tremendous success in your personal and professional lives. And then I ask you to remember to pay it forward. Thank you.